0: Welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody, or well, let's call it Moronic Monday. People don't want to see the truth when it's right in front of your face. Your lies and presumptions are utter disgrace. It's your boy, OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. I'm here to set the record straight, no hating, ball. They put me on the case because it had to be solved. It was all a dream. Devin the Dream Haney, that is. Fix your face and still... Lightweight champion of the world, not to mention undisputed. Fix your face again, like I said, let's go. Not the dream, but the reality. Ha ha! All right, everybody, kind of excited today, but we got to start off on a somber note. Uh, I wasn't able to come to you on Friday, technical difficulties for whatever reason, but. God bless the dead. Uh, one of our icons, Jim Brown, passed away on Friday at the ripe old age of 87. I actually didn't know Jim was that old, but like I said, he, he lived a, a great life. And we're not even going to really talk about the football player because uh, he was pretty much before my time. But, you know, modern day, you can see the highlights. One of the best to ever do it. Some will say the best running back to do it. Some will say the best football ever to play football. I'm not going to argue with any of those. But what it, where he really made his mark was as an activist fighting for a civil rights movement and all that in a time where he could have just stayed home and stayed up on his high horse. He did not. He got out there. He did the unpopular thing. He left the game intact. He wasn't hurt. It was just enough. Football wasn't just wasn't his only calling. And we're thankful to have had him for 87 years. Once again, the legend Jim Brown gone way too soon. Sticking on the football note, the Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky to a three-year deal. Trouble in paradise? They're not believing in Kenny Pickett? What's going on? Um, and Ben uh Ben Roethlisberger is on TV talking about uh he didn't want uh, them to pick Kenny Pickett because he doesn't want his legacy to be erased. Which legacy are you talking about, Ben? The football one or the rapist one? I'm, I'm kind of confused. Bruh, you're going to get in the Hall of Fame because you were a tough player. You you did your thing. We, we're talking about being a football player, not being the terrible person off the field. So I think your legacy is intact, especially in Steel Town. So shut up. Moving on. The coach resolved the tampering case with the commanders about Andrew Luck. Uh, found out that... that, that the commanders never actually had a conversation with Andrew Luck. It was all a bunch of paperwork. Facts is going back and forth. So that's, that's a dead in the water. No tampering uh, by the commanders. They need to get the new owner situated so they can have some success. Maybe not this year. Like I said, they're in my division. I'm a Cowboys fan, but they're long overdue. Just not at our expense. Moving on. The Davian Clowney. Possible return to the Texans. Jadavion, major talent. His only knock on Jadavion has ever been, does he really like football that much? He's lazy. But, you know, he played with D'Amico. My thoughts, Jadavion, don't come back here, man. The way you left and with the whole riff with the, the ownership, even though uh, the owner, that, his son is the owner now, don't come back here, man. Not right now. Don't come back here. That's all I'm saying. More trouble. Glenn Schimbeckler, the son of former legendary Michigan coach Bo Schimbeckler, he just got signed on as a director of player personnel for the Michigan Wolverines, resigns because of some old tweets. Be careful what you say and when you say it. History has a funny way of coming back and biting you where you don't want it to. He got on Twitter and apologized, but come on, they should have vetted this before he even took the job. His his dad was a bit of a you know a raucous guy, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Sorry to see him go, but if it's if his the things he liked or disliked on Twitter were true, yeah, he he doesn't need to be around any kids, especially not in this day and time with the racial culture. So sorry about that, Glenn, but you're out. Uh, the USC AD uh, Bond he resigns before the move to the Big Ten. I mean, uh, eventually everybody's not on board with these teams that have made their stake in these big conferences, changing conferences. It's all about the money grab. You got USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. Now, traditionally, what sense does that make? That's Pac-12 football, but now they go into the Big Ten. Man, it's crazy. Tradition means absolutely nothing these days. Think about it. Maryland, ACC, stalwart. They're in the Big Ten in basketball. Syracuse, basketball. They're in the ACC. Come on, man. I'm just saying. Uh, Also in college, the UVA, the players that were killed were honored at at the graduation this weekend. Uh, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. They were all uh, killed in in the mass shooting that took place in UVA. Uh, They will receive honorary degrees. That was was a good thing to do, uh, especially for the parents, uh, their healing process. I'm glad the school stepped up and did that. That was a class A. Uh, Moving on. Uh, I didn't get to get to it Friday. Doc Rivers was fired. I mean, that was no major surprise to me. I've been telling you for what? A year and a half, James Harden coming to Philly and Daryl Morey in the front office was not a mistake. Not a mistake. And now they're saying he wants to come back to Houston. That's only if they can get Embiid out of there. They're going to tell Embiid. He's, he's going to have to play second fiddle to Harden or he's gone. So I don't see it. They've been plotting on Embiid since he's been there. He just didn't see it. I know these two guys... Daryl Morey got his—he made his career off James Harden, so James gonna follow him wherever wherever he's gonna go. But I don't Houston—I don't think there's a pliable form. But stranger things have happened. But don't be surprised with all the talk they've been talking about James Harden opting out. Don't be surprised if he opts in. That's all I'm saying. And then the San Antonio Spurs won the number one draft pick in a lotto. I mean, I called this months ago. I don't want to say sports is rigged, but I said he was going to San Antonio three months ago. Victor Wambanyama. I had to get the young man's name right. No disrespect. Just calling him Victor. I had to stop being lazy. So Victor Wambanyama is going to be the number one pick in the draft, according to San Antonio. Uh, the the seven-five, who they've called the best prospect ever. Now, let me get this straight. said he was the best prospect ever, but he's going to need three years to live up to what they say he's going to be. If you're the best prospect ever, you should get the floor running. You should be the best player on, on, on the team when you get there. I don't think that's going to be the case. I've watched this kid play. He's 7'5". He's athletic. Everybody's looking for the next Kevin Durant. They're saying if he lives up to the Kevin Durant standard, that it will be uh, uh, that will, they will label him a bust. What are you talking about? This kid can hope to be half the player KD is. He's 7'5". He's not going to be a 7'5 point guard. He's in the French League, who's not in the highest standing in, in the basketball world, only averaging 22 points. He's only averaging two, 22 points in France, who is not a powerhouse in the basketball world. So, what is he going to do when he comes here? Even though, like I said, the league's watered down. But what is he going to do? Who is he going to bang with that body? Who, who is he going to bang? And if he's only averaging 22 in the French League, I can't see him coming to the NBA and lighting it up for averaging 30, being in the top five, top ten scores, and still needing three years to eventually become the best prospect ever. Uh, you pundits might need to do your homework, Before you say something that's asinine. The young man has got talent. But as far as being the best prospect they've ever seen, because he's 7'5 and can handle, stop it. It's ridiculous. I wish the young man well, but, you know, like I said, as far as living up to the hype and, and all of that, before the hype was the hype, LeBron James is the only guy I can say coming out that had all the pressure and lived up to all the hype. And I'm not... I'm not saying I'm not a LeBron fan. Like I said, LeBron's phenomenal. But this kid's not a better prospect than him. That's all I'm saying. They need to chill on that. Like I said, the sensationalization of everything that happens in sports is just too much nowadays. Chill. Still in the NBA, my man called Melo Anthony is calling it a career. Uh, man, I, I, it's not much I can say about Melo. Only only gripe I have with Melo, he used to fall in love with his jump shot a little bit too much. But, I mean, he can do everything else. Uh, because of the LeBron James wanting him to be the face of the league, you know, he didn't get the credit he, he surely deserved. He should have won Rookie of the Year. He had better stats than LeBron. And LeBron, as for their career, LeBron could never stop him. He People were mad at Melo because he couldn't do everything. He was a scorer. That's what he was came to the league to do, to score. He didn't come to play lockdown defense or any, any of that crap. And they held that against him. Number nine all-time leading scorer. First ballot Hall of Famer. If he doesn't get on the first first ballot, I'm burning they, I'm burning, burning the place down. Ridiculous. They got blackballed for wanting to hoop. Just like KD. Man, this NBA machine is something else. All in the process of trying to make LeBron James the face. Well, he's the face. You give those... Le- Carmelo didn't go to a super team, even though he got his way out of Denver Nuggets. He didn't go to a super team. He never shot away from the blame. He was a professional, and I think being one of being Michael Jordan's favorites also got him in a lot of places where he wasn't liked. But uh, hey, it's been a great ride, Melo, and I enjoyed the whole thing. Good luck, my brother. But don't don't feel sorry for Melo cause he's got a son named Cayenne. Team next. <laughs> then we're going to move on to Draymond Green, who admits punching pool affected the team chemistry. Wow. Did it take you getting ousted from the playoffs to really realize that? Let's be real, people. Draymond Green has cost the Golden State Warriors two championships. Two. When he couldn't let it go, when uh, when uh, LeBron stepped across him, and LeBron did that on purpose and when he opened his mouth and ran KD out of town but he's still there so i mean what can you say i like Draymond and I, I appreciate what he does for the for the Golden State Warriors like i say he's an integral part of what they do he's one of their trigger men but sometimes he's over top, over the top he's long in the tooth now i wasn't expecting him to come back but depending on what they do this summer they could bring him back or they could let him go and he's been kissing LeBron James' asses the whole year since the season started. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up a Laker. But uh, Draymond, don't mean to say this with any amount of disrespect, but at this point in your career, you really need to just shut up and play basketball. Too much. Too much. And I'm not even going to get started on Ja Morant. Uh, after you know embarrassing himself yet again, at this point, Josh should just lay low. But... You think Ja did? Oh no. Ja was spotted Wednesday at a club doing I mean, he's 23 years old and he's go, he's about he wants like I said Ja wants to be a cool kid. But he doesn't want to handle the consequences. And I'm kind of on JJ Reddick's side when he said we're uh, persecuting a 23-year-old kid who who really hasn't broken any laws. He's just tarnished the image of the NBA. But at some point you got to grow up and be a professional. I'm not going to get into all the parents and all of that crap. I mean, he's 23 years old. He knows right from wrong. And that's it. Like I said, they just pulled his shoe, Nike, his his signature shoe off the Nike uh website. So apparently he likes this downward spiral. Losing multi-million dollar deals. So uh, at some point he's going to have to wake up. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. And golf, Brooks Kopeka won the PGA Championship, his fifth major. Congratulations to him. Uh, in tennis, we had Rafael Nadal. He withdraws from the French Open. Something he's won 14 times. He's tied all-time Grand Slams at 22 with uh, my man Djokovic. Uh, and uh. Also, tennis legend Martina Navratilova, one of the greatest, in in my opinion, one of the greatest three female tennis players of all time is recovering from throat cancer. Now, if you want to know my top three, that would be Serena, Martina, and Steffi Graf. Now, I know everybody loves Serena, and I do too. But, uh, I don't, I don't, her and Graf and her, her she's played Graf before, Steffi Graf was a monster. She's probably my favorite all time. Martina just had the whole complete game. So, like I said, if they were all in the same area, that would have been some great tennis. But Those are my top three. And the WNBA. Moving on to the WNBA, who I'm, I'm not that fond of. But, like I said, this uh, super team that the Aces have put together cost them a little something. Becky Hammond was suspended two games for possibly tampering. Then her team, The Storm, who is star-studded, you got Candace Parker, you got Angel Wilson, I mean, it is ridiculous. They beat uh, the Seattle Storm 105-64, WNBA game, 105-64, to 64. the team stacked, they're a juggernaut, teams are in trouble. I haven't seen it stacked like, like this since the old Comet days, they're not even a team anymore. Uh... Stewart, Brianna Stewart, dropped 45 in her Liberty debut. Uh, she's going to need all 45 of those if she's going to play against the Aces. But good job to her. Uh, the Storm, I mean, uh, the Liberty have a, have a pretty good team, too. And the return of Brittany Griner. Having talked about BG a lot, she had her first home game uh, since being detained overseas. She dropped 27, although it being a loss, 75-69. Uh, it was great to see BG back. Like I said, as uh, soon as I get a chance, it's one of the interviews I want. I don't really interview people on here, but when I move to another platform, beat I'm going to get BG on here. Houston stand up. That's all I'm saying. All right. Now, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get to what everybody wants to talk about and what everybody's been crying about. I'm going to break it down in a way, so don't go. if you go away mad, you, you just... You just wanted to see it, yo. I'm gonna break it down to you like it is. Boxing, ladies and gentlemen. Boxing and what what happened on Saturday night with Haney Lomachenko. Uh, yes, I'm a big Devin fan. I'm not particularly fond of Lomachenko, but you can't you cannot uh, dispute his credentials, his professionalism, and all that. I'm just not enamored with his work because outside of Gary Russell and Rigado, I can't really name any big name that he really beat. I mean, the division from 125 to 135 hasn't been that, you know, there hasn't been a lot of stars in his reign. So they hold him in high regard. And I've seen some of his fights. Yes, he's a future Hall of Famer, but I don't get the Devin hate. This young man has done everything right, but still he gets the hate. He's not this, he's not that. Well, he was picked by Floyd Mayweather to beat the uh to be his successor. Now that's this is after Adrian Broner. But Adrian Broner messed it up. He hand picked Devin Hainer. But Devin's dad was like, "I'm not gonna give you my son." So you know, even though they still work with him at times. But the first thing was the fight was semi-boring because they both were masters of their craft. And me myself, if I had to, if I had to call the fight, it was a draw to me. It was a draw. I didn't agree with the n- n- that unanimous decision that they, they put out there. I didn't agree with that. I said it would either be a split decision or a draw. Now, them jumping up and down, like, okay, Lomachenko had his way with him for, like, two, I mean, two rounds. He just worked him. There's, there's no way around it. He worked him. But Devin Haney went into this fight knowing that he couldn't try to outbox Lomachenko. And he didn't. He knew he had to fight him. Because you know, Lomo's got the experience. He's a master boxer. Devin's gonna is in the master class, but he wasn't gonna outbox Lomachenko. And Lomachenko's whole thing was he thought that he was gonna be able to make the young man revert back to the boxer, but he did not. He stayed on the plan and he got the fight, he got the job done. Because no matter what you say, ladies and gentlemen. You, he's the undisputed champion in the 135-pound division. You, old-school boxing, you have to take it from the champ. You have to take it, and he didn't. And Lomachenko didn't take it. It was a good fight, but he did not. He did not beat him to the point where he's like, "Oh, yeah, that was just one-sided." And then people coming out of their mouth saying it, lies and garbage. Champ is the champ. You have to beat the champ. Lomachenko didn't beat the champ. It was a good fight. Chess match. But the first thing Devin's got to do, he's got to go Roy Jones. He's got to get rid of Dad. Dad's got to go. I'm sorry. Dad's got to go. Dad is hindering his progress. At 24, with the talent Devin has, he should be way more polished, especially in counterpunching, especially knowing being worked with, with Floyd Sr. and Floyd. He should be way more polished. Dad's took him as far as he can take him, and I uh, think moving forward, although these next couple fights, he could get through with that, but I think there's a change that needs to be made. Go holler at Virgil Hill. I think you need to holler holler at Virgil Hill, and uh, I think he can be, like we call him the Jedi Master. Uh, He's on the way to being Vader soon. I, I can see the turn in him, but... He needs to do it without his dad. I mean, his dad can stay on top of the business end of it. But as far as his trainer, he has got to go. And this was a test match. I mean, it was a good fight. He should have fought Devin four years ago. Then he wouldn't have had to worry about that. But karma is a, you know what? You threw the belt in the trash can. You backstage crying about you wanting to be undisputed. Where if you had fought Devin four years ago, you would have been undisputed. So, guess what? Karma is a, hey that's all I got to say. Everybody need to get out of their feelings on on Twitter and YouTube talking about he got robbed, he got robbed. Nobody gave Devin Haney anything. But what we're going to talk about now is the future. Now, Tank Davis has been commenting on every fight he's had the last five fights. Why didn't he comment on the Lomachenko fight? Why didn't he comment well, I'm here to tell you why he didn't comment. There's no more ducking, no more posturing, no more saying Devin Haney uh he doesn't sell out fights. He is the undisputed champ of the lightweight division and he just sent a few uh future Hall of Famer to the locker room crying. Whether you think he won the fight or not. And Shakur, you're going to have to wait. Shakur Stevenson, not unless your boy Tank doesn't accept the fight. He won't be fighting Shakur at, at 135. He's probably gonna fight Shakur at 140. But Tank Davis, it's it's your turn. All because all Devin has to do now is box. He had to fight Lomachenko. He gonna box you. He gonna box you. And you know what it is. They already talk about oh tank gonna knock Tank's gotta get to him to knock him out. Oh yeah and T- Devin takes you know, hits, hits he's not supposed to take. He's going to dismantle Tank Davis. Tank Davis, I mean, his career. Like I said, I want to be up here and say, I think Tank could beat Devin, but I don't think he can beat him. I don't. Now, I just want all the talking to stop. I want his trainer to shut up. I just want the fight to happen. Where are you, Tank? Don't send your uh, trainer out there to talk for you. You had a lot of stuff to say before all this. Come out. Say you want to fight. Why Why wouldn't you want to fight now? Why wouldn't you want to fight now? You, you went up to 140 to hide, and then you came back. What did you come back for? If you didn't come back to be undisputed, what did you come back for? That's the question that nobody wants to answer. you tired of this going around and around and around. Yeah. Bruh, come on, come with it. And that's all I got to say on on the uh, the fight. Hey, congratulations to Devin Handing once again. I don't know where all the all the hate's coming in. I don't know why everybody's uh, on Lomachenko. Like I said, he's not the best lightweight I've ever seen. For as much hell as they give Floyd Mayweather from one twenty five to one thirty five, the best lightweight I've ever seen is Floyd Mayweather. He would have dismantled Lomachenko, easy. You know, Floyd doesn't get, Floyd's not the best middleweight I've ever seen. You know, he made his, he picked his bones at 147, but the best lightweight I've ever seen is Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, that was pretty boy, not money. Floyd pretty boy Mayweather is best lightweight I've ever seen. And I've seen pretty much all of them. I've seen the greats. So Lomachenko ain't high on my list. Even though they, they give him that respect. And I give him respect because he is a master boxer, but he's not high on my list. I can name about 10, 10 guys that could kick his ass, but that's just me. Anyway, more boxing. I want Nico Ali to stop using his grandfather's name in vain. He is not good. They setting up these fights. His mom's in the stand crying like he's a, he, he came to a draw with his club fighter. I mean, Stop. Stop. He needs to go back to MMA or whatever he was doing before he got in the ring. These little eight-round showcases. He's not beating anybody in the middleweight division. Nobody. Cut it out. Stop. Your grandfather was one of the, if not the greatest of all time. Cut it out. Layla could beat his ass. Stop it. Nobody wants to see that. I wouldn't. He... He he tries hard. Like like I say, he's not a Jake Paul. He's actually putting in the work to be a real fighter. He's actually fighting real fighters, but the talent's not there. And, and I'm not trying to bag on him, but the, the talent's just not there. He's got a heart. He's got a heart enough for two, three people, but the talent just not there. Okay, that's all I got for boxing. Sorry if I got a little uh carried away, but like I said. And still, lightweight champion of the world, Devin. The dream, Haney. Tank, where you at? That's all I'm saying. NBA, we got the Celtics in the heat, the debacle in Boston. What's going on? Casper disappears once again. I told you guys that Joe Missoula was way in over his head. Nobody wanted to listen. Now I wasn't a Brad Stevens fan either because he was way in over his head. Missoula is worse. Uh, I mean, he's taking he's taking the blame for stuff that's really not his fault. They did Udoka wrong. So, like, once again, karma is a... Yeah. They did Udoka wrong. And I've said all, all year, the Boston Celtics are easy. Live by the three. Die by the three. And that's what they're doing. The threes are not falling. And... but. I can say last night, I've, they've always fought, you know, relatively hard. They gave up last night. They gave up. They started booking trips to Cabo and Cancun. They gave up last night. And in uh, Missoula, he should have came out there and said they gave up because they did. They're showing no respect for him. It's like, and there's no way with a whole quarter to go, I'm gonna set those guys and say, well, we're gonna try again next game after being down three-hole. They had a whole quarter. He said, Jalen, he said, he said, Tatum, they got to find some kind of rhythm to, to get back in the series. There's no way I'm sitting them for a whole quarter. They want to embarrass themselves, they can. I'm And I'm going to let them because it, it was on them. They gave up. Their asses would have been in that game. That's all I'm saying. It, it was a real bad look. I almost felt sorry for them, but we're in a day where they keep giving the wrong people the 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 wrong people good jobs, they need to stop. M- Missoula. Not saying Joe didn't deserve a shot, but he was not the right guy for the job with the circumstances where they let Udoka go. That's all I'm saying. And we got the Lakers and the Nuggets. I just want to know how LeBron gonna quit. That's how that's I want to know. Is he going to blame it on the ankle injury or is he just going to quit like he did in several of his other stops? But I'd advise him not to quit in LA because if he quits in LA, they pretty much going to run him out of town. You no, know, his son Bryce has already left uh, Sierra Canyon. So the writing's on the wall. Will LeBron be a Lakers next year or not? They, I, to me, I would sign Kyrie and get rid of LeBron. Because that team, that that team has talent. LeBron has played games one and two. The Lakers came back both games. LeBron wanted to play hero at the end. And they lost both games. All he had to do was get a ball to AD. As they keep saying, oh, AD's going to take us. But when it got down to crunch time, AD didn't see the ball. And Darvin Ham didn't call a timeout to make sure that AD got the ball. It's all on LeBron. But of course... You know he's not going to get any of the blame. But let me give some advice. I told Darvin Ham how to beat the Lakers. I guess he wasn't listening to that episode. All they're doing is running the high pick and roll that the Utah Jazz made famous. They're, they're running the Carl Malone, John Stockton offense from the high post. You have to take the ball out of Jokic's hands. They have not. Jokic hasn't done anything for the last two games. They still haven't been able to beat them. That, that in itself is sad. It's just sad. Jamal, like I said, Joker's not, Joker's not even the best player on his team. But you keep hollering about MVP. Jamal Murray, healthy, is that guy for them. You know what I'm saying? But, and then they've been shooting a lot more threes than they usually have, and they've been making them. Like the Lakers haven't really been playing defense, but they've been in these first two games. They've been in the first two games. The last game, they wouldn't really end. But like I said, I just want to see how Mr. LeBron James is going to bow out. That is if they bow out tonight. I'm not writing them off. Stranger things have happened. But we're going to see. That's enough about the NBA. Just a little bit of the NFL. Uh, Training camps are starting this week. Just some top free agents that are still out there on the market. Uh, give you, I got a little list combined here. First of all, you have quarterback Teddy Bridgewater playing with Miami. He's out there. You got Bryce Callahan, the cornerback for the Chargers. He's still out there. You got defensive end Frank Clark from Kansas City. He's still out there. Like I said earlier, the Jadavian Clowney is still out there looking for a home. Zeke's. Still out there for the Cowboys, but I think we're signing him, but I haven't heard anything. But he's still out there. Leonard Leonard Fournette is still out there. We have Leonard Floyd, the defensive end for the Rams, is still out there. Kareem Hunt, running back for Cleveland, is still out there. I, I can't believe he's still out there. You got Marcus Peters for the Ravens. He's still out there at cornerback. You got Dalton Weisner with the Broncos. He's the guard. He's still out there. Uh, You got Yannick Nagahi from the Colts defensive end. He's still out there. Uh, A couple of quarterbacks still. uh, We got Carson Wentz is still out there. Trevor Simeon is still out there from the quarterbacks. Wide receivers, you got uh, DeMarcus Robinson is out there. Kenny Galladay is out there. Julio Jones. Jarvis Landry. They're still out there. Uh, Running backs, like I said, Kareem Hunt, Zeke, Leonard Fournette, and Kenyon Drake is still out there. So, make your deals. Still got some high quality talent out there uh, for the NFL. Uh, wait until these training camps open to see how everybody looks. I'll give you a breakdown of that. I'm sure on Friday. Uh... I'm going to go ahead and get out of here today. Uh, a couple of shout outs. First, I'm going to give my condolences to uh, Marcella Anthony. She's uh, from my neighborhood. She was the fly girl of our neighborhood. Crook Corner, Burton's Corner, whatever you want to call it. Uh, condolences go out to her family. Her brother, uh, Dwayne, a.k.a. Spud. Uh, that's That was the Magic Johnson of our neighborhood. Man, I'm I'm sorry for your loss, Big Chopper. I'm sorry for your loss too, man. It hurts. That hit home. That hit home when I saw that uh on Facebook the other day. They hit home. Like I said, condol- condolences to the family. Uh, I want to say congrats to my sister Latasha for getting her masters. Uh, I've said many times before, she's the best of us all rolled up into one. Uh, proud brother over here. Uh, I want to say congratulations to all the graduates, uh, high school and uh, college. I didn't get everybody uh, who was uh, graduating, but uh, congratulations to you and congratulations to the parents. I also want to give a uh, special shout out to Mr. Junior Bibbins, uh, P. Rhodes' finest. Uh, he got married on Saturday. I mean, the boys are kind of upset because their invitations must have got lost in the, in the mail, but P. Rhodes, stand up. Congratulations, Junior. You know your family. That's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.